you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. We've got to get past week-to-week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure. That is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. all ye people and shout unto God with a voice of triumph that's why David said I was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of the Lord is anybody happy to be in the Lord's house tonight hallelujah 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 oh it feels good to be in church on a Sunday night someone shout hallelujah Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Would you give it up for the choir tonight? Thank you so much for leading us in worship. I feel the presence of the Lord in the house tonight. And I want to say that it's good to be back home. It's good to see everybody. And uh, very excited about the word that God is having me to bring to you tonight. Um, I'm going to be preaching from Luke chapter 5. I'm not going to be beginning with any scriptures, but if you'd like to follow along, you're more than welcome to. But I feel like the Lord is trying to speak something today. And um, as I prayed about what to bring to you, I felt a witness of the Holy Ghost tonight that as the Word says to everything, there is a season. Just so happens to be in Indiana, our season came quite quickly. Um, two days from a t-shirt to a Carhartt coat. I don't know who decorated for Christmas, but it's your fault. Um, It got cold in a hurry, and I'm not too happy about it. But to everything, there is a season, and seasons come and go. There's a song that we used to sing that says, I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting, I don't mind waiting on the Lord. Come on, could you sing it? I don't mind waiting, I don't mind wait, 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 wait. I don't mind waiting on the Lord. I like to sing it like this. Just keep waiting, just keep waiting, just keep waiting on the Lord. Just keep waiting, oh, just keep waiting, just keep waiting on the Lord. 
in the middle of your midnight keep waiting just keep waiting just keep waiting on the Lord it's easy to sing sometimes when you're not going through anything it's easy to sing that song when you're singing it in a good season but when the uncomfortable season comes and the midnight seems like it's never going to end there's something that happens when you just let go of your worry hallelujah and you let go of your doubt and you let go of everything that's surrounding your problem and you can just lift up your hands and sing it as a prayer and just say I don't mind waiting I don't mind waiting I don't mind waiting on you Lord I don't mind waiting I don't mind waiting I don't mind waiting on you Lord oh why don't you lift up your voice right now and give him praise if you're thankful if you're thankful for a God that while you're waiting God is working come on while you're waiting God is working the midnight hour come on he was working when you gave up he was working when you prayed he was working when they walked out but we're waiting on you Jesus we're waiting on you Jesus so come on let's sing it just one more time say I don't mind waiting I don't mind waiting come on let the church sing it oh come on somebody lift up your hands and sing don't mind waiting don't mind waiting don't mind waiting on you Lord oh somebody put your hands together I want to bring to you a word tonight, a miracle after waiting, a miracle after waiting. Would you pray right now that God would open up your heart to receive his word? Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for your presence that is in this house tonight. I thank you, Lord God, because you're present to heal. You're present to deliver and to set free. We give you all of the praise and glory. And somebody shout in Jesus' name. Why don't you shake someone's hand and tell them just keep waiting. Oh, let's put our hands together one more time and give the Lord a great praise. In November of 2012, Salvador Alvarenga, together with his inexperienced crew named Ezekiel Cordoba, went fishing off the coast of Mexico. Two days after a storm hit, he made a desperate SOS, which was the last time that anybody heard from him for 438 days. To hear Alvarenga speak of his experience, he would say he became so hungry, biting 
down on dead skin and eating it just hoping that something would quench that hunger he had. He said he would reach down and scoop jellyfish out, swallowing them whole. After 14 days on the ocean, Alvarango was inside of an ice chest when he heard a sound on top of it and knew that it was beginning to pour outside. He said he would come out of the ice box out onto that little boat, opening up, hoping that he could catch just enough to quench his dying thirst. After two months at sea, Alvaranga had become very accustomed to trying to catch birds and turtles, hoping just to get something to eat, while Cordoba began to physically decline. They were on the same boat, but headed in two directions. They were in the same trial, but headed down two different paths. Alvarenga would say that Cordoba would shout, I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm almost gone. I'm tired and I thirst. He tried to breathe, the breath wouldn't come out too good. Alvarenga was doing everything he could do to try to keep Cordova from dying. But as he sat there crying out, his body began to convulse and he died. As he, as Alvarenga saw Cordoba pass, he began to shout, don't leave me by myself. What will I do without you? Will you fight for your life? Cordoba said not one thing as he couldn't hear him. Six days after Cordoba died, Alvaranga, suffering, sat there as the evening came trying to converse with Cordoba, carrying on a full conversation only to shake himself out of it and comprehend that Cordoba was not there. Alvaranga, being terrified, began to shout, what will I do alone? What will I do by myself with nobody to talk to? The thoughts and the questions begin to pass by him. Why did he die and I'm still here? Why am I suffering by myself? Even as one day as he sat out in that ocean, looking afar off, seeing a container coming by him from many, many, many yards out as he began to jump up and down shouting saying help me help me help me but nobody could hear him Alvarenga was truly by himself he had seen 15 lunar cycles alone desperate he'd gone through territory that perhaps nobody had ever convincing himself that his next destination was eternity. Yet one day laying down on that boat, hitting a smooth current, as he looked up in the air, he said, I think I see birds questioning why so many birds would be out in the ocean 
He tried to get up and see what was on the horizon, looking at a little tropical island, questioning to himself, am I really seeing this, or is it just my brain playing tricks on me again? Yet as the boat journeyed, the island became closer and closer. Regardless of the odds, in desperation of salvation, Alvarenga could comprehend in his own that if he stayed on the boat, it was over. Alvarenga looked at what he thought could be the island, and he jumped in the water. He swam with everything that he had until finally his hands grasping the sand and he knew he was saved. Fourteen months had gone by drifting aimlessly not knowing what was coming but one decision to go all in would bring a salvation that staying where he was could not bring at his lowest point how Varanga that he had to move from the place he was to try to do something about it. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't tell you where you are tonight. I don't know what's coming against you or what trial that you have to your family this evening. I can't tell you what the doctors have told you or how your imagination is talking to you. But I can assure you of this. When the people of God go all in, there's salvation on the horizon. I'm coming to proclaim to the church today that you might be in your darkest hour, but I see a cloud the size of a man's hand. I'm coming to preach to your family tonight that while it might have been everything you could do just to come to the house of God, it's not in a way you're seeing, but the ship of Zion has come by you tonight. I'm coming to preach to the church of the living God. You're not by yourself. You're not alone, but there's an oasis of salvation that's coming to you this evening. I'm coming to proclaim to you there's a miracle after waiting. There's a miracle after the stress and the trauma in the trial, uh, you've got to lift up your eyes and see it. Uh, a miracle is coming to you. Oh, somebody praise the Lord together. John chapter 5 would say that there was a feast of the Jews. Jesus went up into Jerusalem. Now there was at Jerusalem a pool in the Hebrew tongue called Bethesda, having five porches. Bethesda means the place of kindness. Porches like unto the awnings outside to try to cover you from what is going on. If it's too hot, you've got to get under the awnings. If it's cold, perhaps even the awnings would help Bethesda was not only a place of healing, but a place of covering. In these, the Bible would say, all over were sick and impotent. They couldn't see, they couldn't hear, perhaps not even be 
upon their own two feet, sick but waiting, tired but waiting, afflicted but in the waiting, young and old, the waiting, no matter what was going on, the waiting, the waiting. For the scripture would say that an angel would go down in a certain season. What was that season? I couldn't tell you that tonight. But the Bible says a certain season. For to everything there is a season. And not only a season, but there is a purpose to the season that you go through. You might not choose the season, but the season comes. You might not get to pick the time when the season is here, but the season comes to you. It says that a certain season, the angel would trouble that I want to tell you today that this is the season of angelic interference in your situation. I feel a witness of the Holy Ghost tonight to tell you that angels are being dispatched to trouble the water before you. I'm coming to tell the church tonight that the water is troubled, but you've got to go all in it. I'm coming to preach to you tonight if you stay in the boat then the angel will pass you by but where there's a troubling there's got to be a move where the water is troubled you've got to shift where you are the bible would say that whosoever the first person would be would be healed as they stepped into that troubling. God has always honored the people that weren't afraid just to step out by faith. They said the first person would be healed because when you begin to position yourself for an encounter with the Creator, you don't wait on another person. You get in the troubling of the water. If you're desperate enough for God to to heal you, you'll get in the troubling of the water. When your family's going through hell, it's the troubling of the water. I'm coming to tell you that the current is being disrupted tonight. You could walk out of here like an ordinary Sunday, or you could look around you as the birds come over your head, and it looks out in the horizon that there might be the eye island of salvation. I'm coming to tell you uh, where there is a troubling, uh, there is a healing. Uh, somebody said, what do I do? Uh, you've got to trouble your spirit. Uh, what do I do? Uh, I've got to trouble my spirit uh, because when I get troubled, uh, I step out of where I am. Uh, that's what the word of God would say. Uh, at the troubling, uh, there was a stepping out. Uh, I'm coming to ask you, uh, are you content at the pool? Uh, are you content seeing it pass you by? Uh, or can you see the troubling tonight? Uh, are you okay leaving the pool uh, the same way that you showed up? Uh, or is somebody ready uh, for a water that's being troubled? Uh, you've got to understand it uh, that the angel could prepare it, uh, but the people had to 
get in it. I'm coming to tell you tonight that God has prepared it, but you've got to step in it. He was slain from the foundation. I'm coming to tell you tonight that your end is expected, for he goes to prepare for you the expected end. I'm coming to preach to you that he has prepared it, but you've got to do something about it. I'm preaching to the Alvarenga tonight uh, that for over a year uh, waiting on your answer uh, you prayed and cried and been frustrated uh, but you've got no clue what to do uh, something happens uh, when you get in the water uh, I'm coming to tell you uh, you've been in that old baptismal tank uh, and you can attest tonight uh, that when you went in the water uh, that you came up out the other side uh, and something was different. Uh, likewise, I tell you, uh, when you get in the troubling of Bethesda, uh, there's something out there's something out the other side that's greater than what you left. I'm coming to tell you a miracle in the waiting, a miracle in your waiting. Oh, somebody lift up your voice and shout if you're ready for the troubling. Someone shout, he is troubling the water. There was one man, a certain individual, who had been struggling with an infirmity uh, for 38 years. Uh, for 38 years waiting by that pool, uh, but no man came to help him. Uh, 38 years uh, seeing other people healed, uh, but still praying for it to happen for him. Uh, 38 years uh, watching other people healed, uh, wondering when God would pass him. Uh, I'm coming to tell you uh, that there are some people uh, that will spend an eternity uh, waiting on somebody to help them. Uh, but when you're determined enough uh, to get in the troubling of the water, uh, I'm coming to tell you tonight, uh, that's why people, uh, they get frustrated. Uh, always somebody else. Uh, always somebody else being healed. Uh, somebody else getting the answer. Uh, he was just asking God uh, for the one service uh, when the right preacher's in uh, and the church has been praying. Uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about tonight. Uh, the one service. Uh, uh, just the one evening uh, when the spirit hits uh, and just maybe I'll step out. Uh, I'm coming to tell you tonight uh, that you can wait uh, as long as you want to. Uh, but there is a certain season uh, that the water becomes troubled. Uh, Jesus saw him uh, and the Bible said the man did not even have to tell him. Uh, but he how long he had been there. Uh, would you comprehend uh, that Jesus was somewhere uh, between 30 and 33 years old? Uh, that means that before Jesus uh, was even on the earth uh, waiting for the miracle to happen, uh, 38 years, uh, what would keep him there? Uh, 38 years, not an answer. Uh, 38 years in the 
same trial, uh, 38 years in the same frustration. Uh, what kept him there? Uh, I proclaim to you tonight uh, that it did not take 38 years, uh, but somewhere in the 38 years, uh, the waiting brought a desperation uh, that he grabbed a hold of a promise uh, that tonight could be my night. Uh, it could be the night uh, that everything changes. Uh, I'm coming to tell you, uh, you've got to grab a hold of the promise uh, and never let go of it. Uh, it might be a year. Uh, keep waiting. Uh, it might be 10 years. Uh, keep waiting. Uh, you ought to touch somebody and tell them uh, there's power uh, in the waiting. Uh, or you need to tell somebody uh, you've got to wait uh, on the Lord. Jesus said unto him, Will thou be made whole? He asked him, he said, Will you be healed tonight? But the impotent individual said, Sir, I don't have anybody to bring me down into that troubled pool uh, because when I try to get in it, uh, somebody else comes uh, and they are healed. Uh, miracles done all around, but I've never seen it happen here. Uh, he didn't think it was possible for God to answer him, uh, for God to show up for him. Uh, am I preaching to anybody tonight? Uh, we thank God when other people are healed, uh, but Lord, when's my answer coming? Uh, that's the way he felt. Uh, he said, I don't even have anybody, uh, but Jesus must have thought that's not what I asked you. I asked you, will you be made whole tonight? I'm coming to tell you God is not asking you to do what you can't do. God is not asking you to carry yourself but he just simply asked, are you prepared to receive it tonight? He's asking will you be healed? Will you be delivered? Delivered. I'm coming to tell you that the choice is up to you. He is able and he's prepared. But are you ready to do what you've got to do? I'm coming to tell you that there's troubling tonight. There's a troubling in the pool this evening. That's why Jesus would look at him and say, get up and be healed. It wasn't another Sunday. It wasn't an hour. But right then, something began to happen. That's why we sang that song. Something happens when we call the name of Jesus. All he had to do was speak what he wanted to happen. And he was made whole. Jesus spoke it. And the man acted upon it. And it was done. 38 years for this hour. 38 years for one encounter. I'm coming to preach to you. Somebody in this house tonight, you are one breakout from seeing it come to pass. What if your next dance? What's the dance that brought you to victory? What if your next foot stomp was the stomp to breakthrough? I'm coming to tell you one move from the miracle, one move from the breakthrough. I can see him as he gets up off of the ground. 
he didn't know what was going on. The water could not have been troubled according to what he saw. But it's not always about what you see. It's about what you're hearing. The spirit was being troubled. I can see him as he begins to get up off of that ground. 38 years, the ground had chained him. 38 years, stuck to that old dirt. But as he got up, I can see the dirt beginning to come off of him. As it was as if chains begin to come off of him, rising up. And everything behind him was as if it was dust going away from him. The past gone and the sin gone and the hurt gone. Somebody help me tonight. Up to this point, he had only been in that trial in between when it happened and the answer that was coming. I'm coming to tell you tonight that the period between the promise and the fulfillment is called your process. Someone said, why am I in it? God is preparing you to have what you need to break through in your faith tonight. God is adjusting what you see where it's not just the trial but the miracle that is ahead of you. Or maybe God is in here tonight and he's asking you, are you desperate at this point to do whatever you've got to do to get in the troubling all the while going through the process stuck in the currents and God is pulling things out of you he's pulling things out he's getting things out of you because he's trying to get something to begin to grow within you that's beginning to come to fruition this evening I'm coming to tell you tonight uh, that I don't know why your process uh, has taken years, uh, but I hear the word of God uh, speaking to you tonight uh, to tell you in the Holy Ghost, uh, this is your hour. Uh, this is your day. Uh, this is your service. Uh, and you can have whatever you want tonight uh, because the miracle worker uh, has stepped in. Uh, the angels of the Lord are troubling the pool tonight. I don't understand why the woman that had been to every doctor had to go through what she did. But the miracle would meet her. I don't understand why the man had to die and be in that tomb. But when Jesus showed up and spoke it, something began to happen. I can't tell you tonight why Jesus had to stay in that borrowed tomb. But there was something in the process that was coming to you. I'm telling you this evening, what you're going through, you're trial, it might look dead, it might look over, it might look like it's gone, but the miracle working God is in this room tonight. 
I wish I had the strength to preach it right here. Uh, I don't get it. Uh, Mama, I don't know why it took two years, uh, but there was something waiting for you uh, out the other side. Uh, oh, I'm coming to tell you, uh, Shauna, I don't know why God has had this season happen, uh, but there's something coming to you. Uh, Brother Jason, uh, I can't tell you uh, what... Uh, I'm, I'm coming to tell you uh, I don't get it uh, and I might not understand it uh, but the certain season Oh, somebody shout unto God right now. Somebody lift up your voice. They might not have the energy but would you shout for their breakthrough? That's why the word of the Lord would say that the Lord is good to them that wait on the Lord. Somebody, you've been waiting on the miracle to happen, but the Holy Ghost is coming down your aisle. The angel of the Lord is brushing over you tonight. The pool of Bethesda has been troubled, and you're done waiting tonight. This is your hour. This is your hour, uh, but they uh, that wait uh, upon uh, the Lord, uh, he shall renew their strength. Uh, you will mount up uh, as an eagle. Uh, you will run uh, and not be tired. Uh, I'm coming to tell you uh, this is it. Uh, this is your hour. I wish somebody right now needs to stand up throw your hands in the air lift up your voice and shout unto God with triumph there is a response when you're prepared for the miracle to happen the Jews would see uh, that the man became healed uh, and they looked at him uh, and said, how are you cured? Uh, it's the Sabbath day. Uh, who would do something like this? Uh, you want to know who they are? Uh, they're the people that say it's an ordinary Sunday uh, and we're going to leave the same way we came in. Uh, who does God think he is uh, to begin to trouble the water uh, when I'm comfortable in my pew? Uh, they said, don't you know uh, it's another Sabbath? Uh, but he answered and said, uh, He uh, that uh, made uh, me whole uh, said unto me, uh, Rise up, uh, take. I'm coming to tell you uh, the world didn't give it uh, and they can't take it away. Uh, your neighbor can't take it. Uh, your spouse can't take it. Uh, this is what he said. Uh, he's the one that did it. Uh, and he said unto me, uh, rise up uh, and walk. Rise uh, and uh, walk. Uh, rise uh, and uh, walk. Uh, Rise and Here's what I'm coming to tell you. Uh, it might feel like an ordinary Sunday, uh, but there's troubling uh, at the pool of Bethesda, uh, and all you've got to do uh, is dive in the water. Come on, 
come on, come on, come on. Oh, somebody needs to move right now. Somebody needs to move in this house. Come on, Brother Omar. There's a miracle after the waiting. There's a miracle. There's a... Who's going to be the first person uh, to get in the water? Uh, who's going to be the first person? Uh, I would to God right here uh, that you wouldn't make any difference uh, about anybody in here. Uh, and somebody would shut your eyes, uh, throw your head back, uh, and get lost. You want to know where this service is? It's the teetering moment right here uh, where Jesus has come by uh, and he's asked you the question, uh, will you be made whole? Uh, but you got to make up your mind right now. Uh, I'm not leaving here uh, the same way I came in, uh, but I've got to get in the water. Uh, I wish you'd grab somebody by the hand uh, and shout uh, unto God uh, with triumph. Uh, we ought to shout this place uh, until the rafters tremble. Uh, we ought to dance all around uh, until the chairs get knocked over. Uh, somebody uh, get in the troubling. Uh, I know the doctor said cancer, uh, but he said rise. Uh, take up thy bed uh, and walk. Uh, I know what the enemy's trying to tell you, uh, but there's a voice uh, speaking out of heaven uh, that said get up uh, and go. Oh, you gotta make up your mind right now uh, that you're gonna step in the water. Uh, I wish somebody would take off down the aisle right now. Uh, I wish somebody would dance uh, before the Lord. Uh, we ought to run the aisles and shout right now. Uh, come on, somebody run. Uh, go ahead, take off. Uh, somebody shout tonight. Uh, go ahead, Brother Nate. Uh, go ahead and dance before the Lord. We need katondo morosanda mahaya. Somebody get lost. The water is being troubled. Come on, we've got guests shouting. Come on, church. Get in the water. Get in the water. Get in the water. He's just waiting on a move. He's just waiting on a step. Who's gonna be the one? Who's gonna be the one? That's it, boys, keep going. Keep worshiping. Keep shouting. It's gonna fall in this room tonight. It's gonna rain in this house. I wish a parent would grab a baby uh, and teach them how to worship the Lord right now. Uh, we ought to just cut this service wide open. Uh, don't wait on the next word. Uh, don't wait on the next push. Uh, but the water uh, is troubled. Uh, the water uh, is troubled.
I want to do it right here. If you're in here and you need God to answer tonight, you need God to do something immediate in your family, your life, whatever it is, your health. I want you to throw both hands in the air right now. You need God to answer right now. There's one. There's two. If there's somebody that's got hands up, I want you to go to them. There's a guest right over here. Somebody go pray with her now. There's another one over here. I want us to pray together. And then church, I'm gonna ask you right now. I'm gonna ask you to step out more than you have in years. And I'm gonna ask us right now to worship God as the glory of the Holy Ghost begins to fall in this house. There will be something happen tonight. So right now, lift up your voice and begin to pray in authority. And by the authority of the Word of God and the power that's in the name of Jesus, we command every chain to break. We command every door to open. Be renewed in your mind. Be set free in your spirit. Be delivered of addiction. Be made whole in the name of in the name of Jesus. You're free in the name of Jesus. 